Hello everybody and welcome back to the Good Bit Podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in again this week. We are very grateful for your time and what an incredible film we have to chat about today. It is the classic from 1984. It is The Karate Kid and who better to join us this week? Well, Mr Miyagi would be the best person to join us but unfortunately that's not possible. We have the next best person. It is the incredible Greg Jones. Welcome to the show, Greg. How are you feeling today? What are you up to? Today is going to be a super, super nice, chilled day. Um, but tonight, just speaking of movies, I'm going off to go and see um, Jaws in IMAX. Oh, and, oh, I can't wait. Here we I go. Just can't wait. Yeah, here we go. This is the good stuff. I saw that um, <laughs> my, lo- my local cinema was either doing it in 3D or IMAX, and quite a fair few years ago, I think, I think I had the chance to see it in 3D, but missed it. But then as soon as I saw it was in IMAX. <sighs> That's going to totally, like, it'll just take oh, over. Yeah. I mean, I, I managed yeah. through Jaws. I normally say Jaws is probably my favourite movie of all time, right? Really? J- Jaws or Star Wars, right? One of the two. And when you say Star Wars, people are like, oh, it's which evil. one? And then you yeah. you need to try and, like, defend yourself, you know? Yeah. <laughs> all of them. Yeah, no. All of them, yeah. I know Hope is probably yeah. my favourite one. Um, uh, yeah, or Revenge yeah. of the Sith. Um, but so those are my favourite, right? So I always say either Jaws or Star Wars. So usually we should say Jaws. So yeah. when they've been like showing them at the cinema, yeah. I was like, I'm going to try and make sure I get there. So I actually saw it in the cinema maybe two or three times <laughs> over nice. the last three years. So I was like, I'm going yes. to catch it. This time around though, yeah. when they're showing classic films, obviously Jaws is on, E.T. Yeah. I believe is on. So I was maybe trying to catch that. Yes. Um, but yeah. the one that I saw was Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan. I saw oh. it the other night at the cinema. Yeah. Oh my, but that was an experience. Are you a Star Trek guy? I see the thing is I, I really, really want to get into it. Like I really do want to start watching right. it. I just don't really know where from. So I've I've seen, you know, the odds um clip on YouTube and I saw the JJ yeah. Abrams ones. Um, mm-hmm. but I've not seen any of the classics. So I do need yeah. to. So if you've got recommendations of where to start, that'd be great. I'm kind of new to it as well. You know, my dad was always okay. a huge fan. Yeah. Um, so I always kind of watched it through him, but I was like you, like I saw the, the newer ones and I was like, oh, Chris Pine. Yeah. Let's go watch it. You know? Yeah, um, yeah. but you know, I wanted to try and get into them like fully. And then during lockdown, they had the original TV series, like all on Netflix. And I was like, I'm going to watch oh, one every day. Mm. Um, I didn't quite stick to it, but I wanted to see the films. So I've, it's the first time I saw it the other night, um, which is really, really good. And by the way, I don't know how you are in terms of like cinema experiences and stuff like that, right? In terms of like the kind mm. of vibe that you like in the cinema, if you like it to be busy or if you like it to be really, you know, empty and it's just you. <laughs> yeah. This, I, um, I mean, I, yeah, I love going to the cinema. I sound so it's daft, but I love going to the cinema on my own. And I like it when there's not someone sat either directly either side of me. I'm fine if it's yeah. a, a, a few seats away, but it's just, <laughs> I always dread because I had one experience where I went to see a film and somebody had gone to the midnight premiere and then came back the next day and they were saying to the person next to them, oh, this is about to happen. And I was like, oh, yeah, like a cardinal sin in the cinema of like That's spoiling dreadful. what is about to happen. It's awful. So I'm always so conscious of anybody around that like spoils something. And I remember going to see um, The Force Awakens when that finally came out in the cinema. Yeah. I, I, from the moment I stepped out of my car, I had music playing in my earphones all the way until the film began. Great Because I just didn't want anybody to say anything in case he spoiled it. I was just so paranoid when it comes to this. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so the Force. I, I love them. Um, so go for it, but sorry. 
I was just going to say The Force Awakens is my is my like uh, the one I broke the record for the most times I saw a film in the cinema. I saw it four times. Nice, <laughs> nice. But I mean, it's like the first new Star Wars film we'd had in years and years yeah. and years. We've got to see it as many times as we can. Wanted to experience um, it, you know, with the sound and stuff. Like yeah, that, you know. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's got to be done. But um, yeah. I'm uh, I've got a I've got a list building on my notes app of all of the best seats in each and every screen. So if ever in my local <laughs> cinema I go to a different screen, I'd make a note of where the best seat is and always try and book that one. It's That's so, great. It's so bad. It's, it's so like that bad. scene in uh, the Big Bang Theory. You seen that? Yes. Like Sheldon, yeah, he's, he's like he's looking for the seat. acoustic sweet spot. <laughs> <laughs> he's just sat there going, ha, oh, oh. ha. <laughs> The other night when I was seeing Star Trek, right? So I just assumed yeah. that this fandom is just as passionate as like Star Wars or whatever, you know? So yeah. <laughs> this moment in Star Trek 2, I don't want to spoil it, right? Obviously, if anyone's mm. not seen it. But it's a particularly emotional moment. It involves a funeral. And, um, you know, this, this thing, there's a coffin, you know, there's a, they're at a funeral. Um, yeah. Scotty's playing the bagpipes. So it's like this quite emotional moment, you know? Yeah. And there was like this group of people that I just, I can't, I don't want to make this sound bad or anything, but they look like Star Trek fans, right? There's, you know, okay. I thought maybe they were like big fans, you know? And yeah. they just started laughing. They just like laughing at this funeral scene, but like kind of like cackling, you know, when you know when you watch a film like a kind of cheesy film, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like here's a really cringy bit or whatever, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah. So you kind of yeah. laugh, but this was like a serious emotional moment, and that my, my dad oh. was raging. He was like, imagine laughing at that scene. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh no! So, yeah, so that was that, and then um, oh, actually no. two nights ago, I also saw Spider Man No Way Home. Um, the reshow in like a the, extended the, version, the best bits one where they're like right. they've they put the good stuff back in. Oh, how yeah, was yeah. it? And what did you think? It was really good, man. Like so, when I watched it in yeah. December last year, I was like, "This is this was great." Mm. Obviously, um, yeah. And I was yeah. like, "That's going to be that's going to be better on the second watch." Because sometimes, you know, when you watch something for the yeah. first time, you're expecting stuff. Um, yeah. With the second watch, you know, it's already going to be good. Um, so I wanted to catch it at the cinema again, but I missed it. So the fact it was coming out again, I was like, "Okay, I'll make sure I see it." But I saw it full DX. And uh, oh, I mean, we got oh, battled. Yeah, exactly. It did. <laughs> like, you need life insurance if you're going in and seeing something on 40x. But it's um, oh, I, I, I absolutely. It's how I now go see all Marvel movies. I was a big IMAX person for Marvel, and now it's got to be 40x. Yeah, because like that that opening scene when he's um, spoilers when he's like swinging through the city and then going down in through the sewers and stuff. When <laughs> that was moving and the the chairs were rocking. Oh, it felt amazing. Um, yeah. But Top Gun Maverick in 4DX, I think, was one Ooh. of the best cinema experiences I've ever had in my entire life. That was, if if I could try and sell 4DX to anybody out there listening, it's if ever Top Gun Maverick comes out again in that format, just go. Yeah. Just throw your money on the counter and go, because it was phenomenal. Absolutely yeah, yeah. amazing. I would say like the Spider-Man one there for the X was probably my best for the X one, but before that, nice. I would have told you it was Frozen Two, because really, uh, <laughs> because <laughs> Elsa nice. was like gliding, you know, over the water, and you felt as if you were oh. moving with her. You know, it was beautiful. Oh, that is so cool. <laughs> and did they get like the snow machine and the wind going and everything? <laughs> we yes. were absolutely freezing sitting there, you know. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 
so brilliant. obviously right now and i don't know when i'm going to post this but um there's lots of like the comic-con stuff happening there's like an announcement oh. going on with with new stuff coming out have yeah. you got your eye on anything are you, are you looking forward to anything coming out very soon uh, I, I i can't wait i mean i'm a sucker for pixar so seeing yeah. the the because i saw on twitter today some of the like the, the pixar things that are coming out and then you know we're gonna have the i think it's the marvel panel from from when we're recording this, I think yeah. the Marvel panel's like tonight our time. I think, yeah. Um, so getting to see what's going to be coming up and hearing cast announcements and all that is oh, it's so exciting, isn't it? Yeah. A great time to be a, a cinema lover. It's, it's just so crazy. Much. Yeah, you know, um, I don't. I feel like we take it for granted sometimes, you know, because not only is it yeah. like all the stuff coming out, but it's the amount of ways. Yeah. That we can watch stuff, you know, it's oh, like totally. just the fact that we have totally. a TV channel that's not a TV channel, that's a streaming service that has so much outlet for you know, like putting good stuff out. Yeah, yeah, oh, totally, totally, totally is. I mean, you know, and I, I know streaming services get, you know, sometimes they get a bad rep, but the think of the amount of content that we would never have had without them. Right. Um, oh, it's just, yeah, it is. It's, and I think as well, like during during lockdown, when just there wasn't the option at all of being able to go to the cinema. And I remember I got to see Tenet um, as like oh. one of the first movies that was like post um, lockdown and yeah. getting to go see that. And everybody sat around masked up and it felt so strange, but it was this really euphoric feeling of just like being back in like a second home all over again. Because yeah. I love going to the cinema and I, I missed it so much. And as great as it is watching films at home, there's mm-hmm. nothing quite like that actual experience. And I suppose that's then at the that's then at the expense of streaming services because you don't get that full experience where everybody dedicates a certain amount of time to go and experience something all together. Absolutely. Um, yeah. There's a there's a re- there's a magic with cinema that just I. I you can't find anywhere else. It's like when you sit down to go to the theater and the lights come down and then, and then it all begins and there's something really, there's something really magical about that. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely a cinema guy. I would much, I would choose the cinema, you know, over like a Netflix or something, even though yeah. without Netflix and yeah. without Disney plus, we wouldn't have these like star yeah. Wars shows that were coming out and all these new Disney no. shows. She Hulk on just now, which I'm really enjoying. Um, and then, and then the new one is Andor, right? You know the new, of course, the, yeah, the Rogue One series. Oh, I can't wait! Rogue One, I think, is my favorite Star Wars movie. So, really, as much as much as I, I adore the original trilogy, and yeah. and there are elements of the prequels and the sequels that I really love, but there was something about Rogue One that just felt just awesome. I mean, not only yeah. do you have this incredible like heist story and this band of characters that you to love. But then we have that corridor scene at the very end, and it was just, oh, that was cinema gold. Yeah, they found a way to like. It's like Darth Vader's most like. I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, <laughs> Darth Vader's most like violent, you know, oh, brutal to- kind of moment, totally. you know, of all the films. Yeah, yeah, because like Vader always, and I'm sure at the time when they actually came out, he was a very scary and imposing character. But yeah. as time's gone on, when you watch those scenes back, he doesn't feel. It still feels like a threat, but it doesn't feel scary. But they managed right. to make Vader seem like a horror villain. And that was, yeah. was so well done, like so incredibly well done. 
I think Vader sometimes is looked at as a bit of a meme these days because it's all over, you yeah. know, the internet and stuff like that. But although when you yeah. do watch the films, he's, he's, he's you know, he's he's still a big oh, threat yeah. and stuff and he's an iconic villain. But you do, yeah. you know, some of the cheesy lines and stuff like that, you know, with yeah. the newer stuff, yeah. even the stuff in the Kenobi series, you know, was, oh, was really was brutal. Dark. Yeah, totally. And I think as well, because like, you know, for the past, what, 30 odd years that we've seen him on so much mer- merchandise and posters. And right. I think the the image of him, we're so familiar with and we're so used to that it doesn't quite feel as like terrifying as say seemed like Freddy Krueger on something or like yeah. um, um, Michael Myers, you know what I mean? So we're so used to that image that it doesn't feel as scary, but when they utilized it in Rogue One, where he's in it very, very briefly, yeah. And he just appears out of the darkness and just massacres these troops. Yeah. Oh, it, was ter- it was terrifying. <laughs> I remember sat there just going, yes, Vader! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. What I loved about Rogue One yeah. is the fact that it's, you know, standalone, obviously, um, which yeah. leads into A New Hope. But I didn't quite yeah. uh, uh, anticipate how much it would lead straight into A New Hope, if you know what I mean. Oh, like, I just, just thought like... it was going to be its own wee thing. But the fact that yeah. it's like they're almost recreating it moments before the opening of that film, yeah. uh, that, oh, just, that was the thing that got me, you know? Yeah, it's beautiful. You could literally just stop the film, start a new hope, right. and it's seamless. Yeah. Oh, this yeah, is there is a YouTube a video. Film. Someone's done it. Someone's like tied really? it up, you know, so it's like a link right in. Yeah. And then obviously the quality dips a little bit. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's exactly. still quite, yeah. you know, it's <laughs> yeah. still quite, it's quite smooth, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. going to be really good. And I think it's the Andal series is set before it, right? Yes, I think it is. Because this is, right. I think from what I've oh. read, that it's now like the beginning of the the, the Rebel Alliance. And that's okay. exciting to get it, to see where it begins. It's going to be yeah. really, really exciting. I mean, it's gutting because we eventually know what's going to happen to certain characters. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's nice that we... I mean, it was the same with Obi-Wan, you know what I mean? But it's yeah. nice that we get extra bits added to the story. But yeah, yeah. Oh, can't wait. Can't wait. Um, when when was the last time you got to the cinema? Was it for Top Gun or was um, it for anything? It was, it was last night. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally last night. Uh, me and my other half, Lucy, went to go and see see how they run. So I oh, think yeah. yesterday was the first day it was out. Um, but yeah, we went to go and see it. And oh, it was brilliant. Really great whodunit. It was cool. very, very self-aware. It was very, um, it played to the meta. And it was so funny as well. And it was really yeah. nice to see this this plethora of like um, comedic actors that you don't instantly go, oh, it's them. And, right. you know, it's, it's not this super, super, super famous name, but they're just some of like, um, just some of the best comedians that are around and yet they just appear and you would never think that um, they're just going to churn out these these kind of performances. It was brilliant. It was so, so good. That's good to hear. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah definitely I recommend it. It. It, looked, definitely it recommend looked really it. funny. Is it Saoirse Ronan and uh, yeah, Sam Yeah, yeah, Saoirse Ronan and Sa- Sam Rockwell. Yeah, yeah. And they, do you know what's a pairing I never thought would have worked as well right. as it did, but it was so good because Sam yeah. Rockwell's character is very kind of um, oh, it's just it's just a complete grump, and and then Saoirse <laughs> Ronan's character was so funny and was just the heart of the entire film, um, and I loved getting to see her do comedy stuff as well, right? Because um, of late we're, we're so used to seeing her doing um, quite serious stuff and dramas. And it was great to see her just absolutely dominate the screen um, through comedy. Yeah. It was brilliant. 
Yeah, she was really good in um, Ladybird. She was really funny in yes. that as well. Yeah, that yeah. Was, that was brilliant. Even Sam Rockwell in Three Billboards is, is really funny, obviously in a darker oh, kind of way. Well, yeah, but, yeah, um, for a yeah, much darker. You know? um, yeah. But yeah, the, the film actually from the trailer looked a bit like a Wes Anderson film. Um, the it kind does, of like style of the... It does. You know? It really, really does. Apart from everything being like smack bang in the centre of the screen, everything yeah. felt a bit like a Wes Anderson. <laughs> Even the choice of music, the speedy cuts... Um, and the quite like artsy style of it as well. Yeah, I like uh, that. But it was, it was such a good film, like so so good. Good. That's. I'm glad to hear it. There's actually a few things coming out soon that I'm like, oh, I'm going to try and catch that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, things like uh, Don't Worry, Darling are coming out soon yeah. as well. I'm so excited to see that. And, yeah. and why? Why did Harry Styles spit on Chris Payne? That's what we need to know. <laughs> I thought he dropped a ghost on him, or was it like? <laughs> 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 yeah. The one that I love is a Twitter account where somebody takes scenes from films but edits a velociraptor to be uh, edits a velociraptor's head onto it. But what they did for this say this 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 scene the the of Harry Styles coming and sitting down next to Chris Pine is they did the um the Dilophosaurus with with the frills from Jurassic Park and they had him come over spit on him there was all this black goo all over him like. <laughs> How does someone sit there and take the time to right. edit this? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Bro, you know, when, when you're in the industry and you're like kind of editing stuff on your own, you're thinking, this takes yeah. forever, never mind something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, having to edit a Dilophosaurus onto Harry Styles yeah. to spit on Chris Pine. <laughs> yeah, man. Couldn't it's, uh, <laughs> the internet's, the internet's wild. Um, let's yeah. chat about you for a bit then. So what about All when right. you started kind of performing and... and being a, not only a voice actor, but just performing in general, has it always been something that you wanted to do since you were younger, or was this something that you developed yeah. into later on? No, I mean, I've I've always loved, I've always loved, um, say, like putting on shows at home mm. and um, running around talking in silly voices. I mean, bless my other half, Lou, says that I talk in other voices more than my own, like 90% of the time. <laughs> so, You've got a great voice. You've got a lovely voice. So, oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Um, but yes, I'd, I've I've loved it since I was a young age, and I was um, I was you know going from job to job, and then Lou said to me, "Why don't you know you, you always wanted to go off to uni?" Because I didn't go straight from school, so I was like, "I'm going to apply," and yeah. I super luckily got into um, drama school called the Liverpool Institute for Performing Arts. There's a plug, um, and it was uh, I I loved it. I just had the most amazing time, and there I met my agents, damn good voices, and then that's eventually led on to my acting agents, Anagram, and but since then I've been so fortunate to get involved with some amazing, amazing, amazing productions and be part of video games and get to work with some great companies doing voiceovers. And it's just been, it's, it's been so good, but um, yeah, I've, I've been very, very fortunate. I've been very lucky so yeah. far with everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Touch with, yeah, I hope so. Touch yeah. Oh, please. <laughs> yeah. We've never lost our luggage. Um, no. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. Like, you kind of put on shows, I guess, you know what I mean? You put on performances, for it, whether it's yeah, like family members yeah. or friends or stuff. Yeah, I've always been kind yeah. of creative that way. And I never thought, you know, you would make it you know, do it as like a career. You know what I mean? It was always like so fun, yeah. you know, just yeah. as, as a hobby. But the fact that you go, oh, I could actually try this out and, you know, go and study this was, was a big and, thing for me, you know? I know. It's, it is. It's, it, it's bonkers when, when you think that some something that's brought us so much joy in our lives and that we've we've loved getting to do and now, you know, uh, we get to do it for a living. It's great. Yeah, it's 
crazy. Um, but like when I was really, really younger, and do you remember Small Soldiers? Like one yeah. of just one of the most awesome, awesome movies to come out in like was it like late nineties, early two thousands? So. Yeah, late nineties, something like that. Yeah. yeah, around about then. And um, we had uh, we had like aunties and uncles come over one night, and me and my dad, <laughs> me and my dad put on a retelling of Small Soldiers that probably oh, yeah. lasted about like five minutes. But I think it was literally just me like running around with a pretend like bow and arrow, just like jumping over settees. And how at the time I ever thought that was any form of entertainment? Because probably every auntie and uncle was like, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> right. I sometimes think back to that time. But I, I'm like, I'm like, you're going to watch this and you're going yeah. to sit there. And, <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm going to, and you will why enjoy would they it. Want to do that? Yes. And you will enjoy this. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but yeah. I just I would do it. Mine was um, you know, Rowan Atkinson, you know, the legend Rowan Atkinson. He oh, yes. he was, yep. you know, he used to do you know these stand up shows that were like one man shows, and it was like mm. sketches and stuff like that, right? Oh, I would watch these sketches. And by the way, oh. they were far too inappropriate for me at a young age, right? I'm talking when I was like really <laughs> young. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like I'm like watched this so many times, learned it, you know. So I'm like yes. doing yeah. the Rowan Atkinson sketch for like my gran. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's the welcome. Have you seen the welcome to hell sketch? That was the but, one. That that was my yeah. favorite. Is that, that the one? one? The, yes. um, that that one yeah. or the one where he's like the teacher and he's like doing the register of all the oh. kind of dirty names. Oh no! <laughs> Bottom, where are you? <laughs> it's so good. Bottom, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so silly. Oh, um, oh no, it's it's so good. <laughs> like I always the the one that I always used to love, and it, in fact there was a. Um, Oh, when was it? Year 11 in like media class in English. We had to create like a, a video that we could show to the entire class. And myself and one of my classmates, we recreated the sketch where the headmaster has called in the father to tell him that his son's died. Oh, that's right. Uh, oh, my God. What's it called? He'd been, been died um, by, um, oh, oh, my days. It's uh, a fatal beating. A fatal <laughs> beating? Yeah. yeah, it's a... Yeah. It's like, well, it wasn't me that beat him to death. Well, that was perfectly obvious from the moment he arrived here. That's so <laughs> good. That, what happened? Well, apparently boys were just slipping into the library and taking the books. <laughs> no, no, no. During the beating. Oh, that. <laughs> the justification oh. of how you killed a child. They were just taking the books. They were just taking books out of the library without checking them out. And so we had to beat him to death. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Oh, so dark. Oh man, that one's good, and I, like, yeah. I also like the one where it's like um, date training, and he goes on his first oh, date, yeah. and it's like here's what to do. This is better. <laughs> this is slightly misguiding. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's right. so just good. stand there and look sexy. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. I've never met anybody that knows it as well as me. Oh man, honestly, I I think from like 2009 onwards, I started to like memorize all of these. There's one if you've ever seen it. He um he was being interviewed on Parkinson, and he was asked to recreate this. I think it's a sketch that never made it to like the DVD, but it's he is doing um a uh, earth are they called? It's it's somebody it's somebody reading a will. And he sort of talks down here like this. He's sort of, he's very weak. (laughs) But he's reading out this will of this this person that's passed away, and he just goes, To my niece, Winifred, whom I always promise to mention in my will. Hello. (laughs) 
That's <laughs> so simple. But it, it just, oh. it's the fact that he he is just so universally funny because he doesn't have to say a word. And that is, <laughs> that's, that's real, real comedy genius to be able to be funny in any language whatsoever. Uh, yeah, that's what made Mr. Bean so successful, like in like Japan and things like that. You know, you would never expect like a BBC comedy show to be so big worldwide. You know, it's going to be huge. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, did you see? Oh, so did you good. see Man vs. B, the new Netflix show? I did. I did. I came down with COVID in July, and on my very first day of being stuck in, I just binged the whole thing. I, was, I thought it was great. What, what do you reckon? Yeah, me too. I just like yeah. You know the because it looked obviously it's it's. He's older now, and you know it's on Netflix, and it like the trailer's quite like slapsticky or whatever, you know. Obviously, yeah. as it's you know, yeah. Um, so people are like, oh, I'm not sure. So I was kind of on that mm. bandwagon, thinking it's just going to be another one of those like Mr. Bean things. And I yeah. watched it, and I was absolutely howling. And yeah. people are just like, you know, what is so funny about this? Is, but as you say, I'm just a big fan of him, you know. So yeah. it's the simple things that he yeah. does, you know, that really just makes it. Yeah. Um, uh, but I feel like we've not had something like that, like a kind of naked gun, no. kind of esque. No you know, physical comedy show in ages. And it was just so yeah. funny. I just think we're, we're really missing, like, just simple, simple comedy movies at the moment. I think everything either... Because I've, I've certainly noticed a trend, like, comedies can always either veer off to being, like, overly filled with, like, sexual references and innuendos, or they go, right. like, ultra, ultra, like, violent. Um, I think we're just missing, like simple easy fun comedies but i suppose at the end of the day the studios are probably going to argue not going to bring in as many seats as like a a big blockbuster and and that's it and it's it's really sad that we're getting to that point where we're not seeing as many of these anymore but um you know i I suppose that is the benefit of things like netflix so we can get stuff like this absolutely um someone tweeted something earlier what was i it was crazy mm. it was like they announced all the the new pixar stuff and it's like yes. it's like a there's like a lion king one there's a yeah. little not pixar just disney uh really yeah, yeah, yeah there's like a lion yeah. king one there's a little mermaid one there's an inside out two and there's nothing original and people are going mm. oh we're gonna get this and we're gonna get that and then it's like that's what's going to draw the business everyone's going to want to go and see yeah. inside out two instead of coming up with something really original i just feel like that's the same with comedy just now but it's always a sequel it's always like something too yeah you know and it's like yeah. there's no real yeah. so that's probably what's good about that film you saw last night um, oh totally, you know, totally quite original so you know? original yeah so original and um and as well it like it kind of ties in to um the mousetrap the actual the, the play itself so it is very self-aware it does kind of like not piggyback on, but it lives on the legacy of something already, but without it okay. going, here's a, here's a movie adaptation of this successful thing. Oh, it's yeah. like, here's something so super original that is kind of like semi-tied to something. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just like, any any opportunity I've got to see something with Sam Rockwell, because like, right. have, you, have you seen the movie um, The Way Way Back? No, but it is on my list. Oh, oh, this uh, honestly is is one of my top films of all time because it is so easy, but it's a it's a brilliant like coming of age um, comedy wow. and drama, and it yeah. just I just Sam Rockwell just emanates coolness in this movie. Yeah, it's, it's just so good. But yeah, anyway, I'm divulging. But it's um, no, if, no, if I can recommend something to you, it's like a nice easy watch. It's the way way back. 
the way way back. So, okay, I'll I'll, I'll yeah. budget up into the top of my my to watch list. <laughs> yeah. Definitely need to check that yeah. one out. I think um, I think it's on Disney Plus. I think really, I think I'm, I'm hoping because I think it's 20th Century Fox. I might be wrong, but okay, I might be cool. on there. All right. Um, let's uh, let's talk about just quickly right. your impressions, if you don't mind. Yeah, um, of course. I, yeah, I, obviously, t- taking over TikTok, TikTok sensation. Um, <laughs> uh, wait, I, to be fair, I must admit. You know, I'm 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 25, right? But I I always feel like I'm I feel like I've missed the TikTok trend because I'm just not in it, you know, as much as other people. I'm just not on there. So when something like yeah. this happens, I'm like, oh my god! Um, as I was watching them on your Instagram and stuff like that over the past couple of weeks, and like they're just incredible. And obviously, I don't want to be like, here's you know, I want you to do this that. But what are some of your favorite ones? And and what like, how did you start going? Right, okay, I can do this. I know, obviously, as a, as an actor and as a performer, it's just what you do. You know, you do voices of things and yeah, that. You know, yeah. But like, when did you realize that you were so good at them that you could do anybody <laughs> at just like the drop of a dime? I'll give over. Um, it was. <laughs> uh, God, when would it have been? I mean, like growing up, I was my mum always used to call me like a parrot because I was always imitating whatever I saw on the right. screen. Um, <laughs> but I suppose, really, like I, I was one of those. I was one of the Vine users. So okay, you know, for, for anybody that's never heard of Vine, it was like TikTok but six seconds. Um, and I just it was never understood how can how could it be so. Like big, you know, and it was just oh, six second videos. Six genius. seconds, but it was because you you were able to create something so short that right. you knew it was going to be watched again and again and again and again and again, and then somebody could just keep you could just keep scrolling, um, and you would just you know you could burn through oh, I don't know what forty to fifty videos in like ten to twenty minutes, something like that, and it was it was great. My maths might be totally wrong there, but you know what I mean. No, I get you. Yeah, <laughs> you see a lot of content in a short amount of time, but um, yeah. So I um I created an account and was just coming up with like random comedy sketches, and then one day, this was just when um the Desolation of Smaug was coming out, the second Hobbit movie, which I mean I'm a Middle Earth nut, like like an insane right. Middle Earth nut, um so much so I went to go and see Return of the King in IMAX last week. Oh, nice. Um, that was, didn't go and see the other two, but I went to go see Return of the King because <laughs> I didn't realize they were showing them. All. I, said, I turned to loose and I said, I have to go and see Return of the King. I've not seen it in cinema since what, 2002, three, something oh like my that. God. 2003, like, yeah, would have came out, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, I have to do this. I think legally I have to do this now. <laughs> um, so, um, but yes, uh, um, yeah, so when the Desolation of Smaug was coming out and we finally heard Smaug's voice on the trailer and we heard what Cumberbatch had done for him and uh, I was just like, oh, this is amazing. And I just filmed a um, like an impression of doing the Smaug voice on TikTok. Uh, TikTok, listen to me, on Vine. And it just went right. and totally blew up. And then I was like, ooh, okay. So I just tried then practicing more and more and more and I was like building a little repertoire of head yeah um but like smaug was always the first one because he has a voice down here like this it was so terrifying (laughs) and and it was so low as well and i I set myself the goal of being able to get that low without any of like the added effects so i remember (laughs) when he just kind of turned to him he goes you will take nothing from me dwarf i am king under the mountain and it was just 
so terrifying in the cinema. I was like, oh, I'm going to learn how to do this voice. <laughs> um, so somehow it kind of started from there. So I'm like, okay, if we can go that low and that deep, the only way's up. <laughs> right. And then like, you know, like Darth Vader starts coming in. It's like, um, <laughs> oh, God, what is it? I don't want to do. I don't want to do the line in case no one's ever seen it. It's like, you are yeah. part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. Take her away. Take um, her away. I want her alive. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I want them alive. Um, <laughs> yes. Don't make me destroy you. That's just can so you do? Good. Can you do Kylo Ren? The Kylo Ren one's good. Oh, yeah. You know, because Kylo Ren is sort of here and he always sounds really moody, you know, when he talks. But when he, get the, when he gets the mask on, he sort of talks down here and he's like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, Kylo Ren's like, he's like, what girl? Oh, so what good. girl? Yeah, what blow girl? that piece of junk what? out of the sky! Out of the sky! I know. Yeah. I lo- I love when when you know when people use the meme where it's like him shouting more. <laughs> it's so good. It's like if ever like somebody's like um like there's been a, a reveal of a trailer or something, and I, I always <laughs> hope I'm like, please, someone have used that meme directly underneath it just to be like, oh. <laughs> um, yeah, it's so yeah, good. That's just that's just brilliant. I don't know. Obviously, on, on your Instagram, you've got like the TikToks that maybe your partner did, where it was like, "How many can you do yes, in under a minute?" Yeah, or something? yeah, that yeah. was so impressive. It was just because you could just oh, dip yes, in man. between them, you know. I just yeah, thought it was really it was, good. It was. It, uh, we we've we've loved doing them. Um, just to be something, just a little bit fun, because like, yeah, Lucy had a TikTok account. She was like, "Can I just film you and I'll just reel off voices and we see how you do?" <laughs> and that very first Star Wars one. It just absolutely shot off into the stratosphere. Yeah. And I was like, we're just recording it in, in literally in this room behind this drop. Right. And I was like, that's that's bonkers. Like, how are these many people wanting to watch this? Um, but it was, <laughs> it, yeah, it was, it was great. It's been great fun doing them. What are some of your favorite ones then? What, are, what is your favorite ones to do? Uh, oh, Other than Smog. Um, so Smog's definitely one. Um, <laughs> I mean... On my TikTok, I did a I did a series where it's like Boris Johnson and Donald Trump as roommates. But um, okay, <laughs> that's maybe for another time. Let's keep this. Let's keep this happy. <laughs> keep this happy. Um, so I mean, th- those two are always just just because the nonsense you can make them say to each other is great. Um, I mean, I do I do love a good uh, Ben Kenobi. So a good old uh, Sir Alec Guinness is like, little one, come here. It's like, don't be afraid. <laughs> And it's like your father wanted you to have this when you were older. Um, it's just, <laughs> it's just got that really that beautiful old English like heightened yeah. RP voice. Um, Did you not think that um, that you you and McGregor in the new Obi Wan Kenobi series was kind of like you and McGregor doing an impression of off. <laughs> a little bit? Yeah, he was slowly getting there, wasn't he? Yeah, he's trying to figure <laughs> it out, you know. You could, you could, you could hear it slowly transitioning. It's like I have to do this for you, <laughs> like in ten years. You don't have to do that, Leia. <laughs> no, exactly, Leia. Come back here. <laughs> like, in ten years, he's going to be so grey. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just so good. Um, so yeah, yeah uh, oh gosh, so Alec Guinness. Um, oh, um, I always love a guy. It's, it's like R two D two. What are you doing? I don't like you either, you old brass bucket. Um, and that's the... <laughs> the three people is amazing. The three people is brilliant. <laughs> Master, look, it is I, C-3PO. You probably didn't recognise because of the red arm. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant line, yeah. Um, that's good. Um, oh, I'm trying to think. 
I mean, I also love it. Uh, love going for a bit of Gandalf, you know, sort of. Oh, yeah. Here. And yes, we are going <laughs> to take the ring to Mordor. Yes. What about uh, Dumbledore? Can you do Dumbledore? Oh, yes. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> it depends which one, because because uh, you've got. Um, I prefer uh, Richard Harris. Yeah. It's, it's, I, th- I think it, it would have, it would have been. I think it would have been the best Dumbledore, you know, if, if we hadn't lost him, that would have, that yeah. would have been amazing. Um, it's like back again, Harry. Um, <laughs> oh, it's just like, Oh, this is, this is what I didn't want us to turn into. I didn't want us to be like <laughs> shooting at characters at you. you this, this. <laughs> I said, sorry about that. <laughs> it's like, Oh, I haven't seen you since you're a baby, Harry. You shot up, especially around the middle. It's like, I'm not Harry. <laughs> I'm Harry. Well, of course you are. <laughs> oh, it's so good. That's good. That's yeah. good. Well, it's here's so a segue. Uh, all can right, you do yeah. um, Mr. Miyagi or, or oh, uh, Daniel? I've, I've, ne- I've never been able to perfect those, but it's like, oh, come on, Mr. Miyagi. No, I was trying to I was trying to think of them from the other night, but um, I think the closest one that I can get is, um, oh, what's his name? He's the, he's the coach of the Cobra Kai. And he's like, defeat! It's not a option in this dojo does it and he's just he's <laughs> like a wavy kid yeah and he shouts what is the problem mr lawrence <laughs> so, um but yeah because i've literally i've got i've got the i've got the steelbook with me so it's him it's it's this guy if anyone's looking on camera it's this guy right here but i'm like oh earth was his name that's terrible isn't it oh, that's terrible. i can't remember I can't either remember. but i mean uh, he's only in it nice. well thank you thank nice. you this. Uh, thank you very much it's a um it's a nice one, little Cobra Kai logo on the back. I've got, nice. I mean, our, um, in the in the TikToks, you can see the the bookcase that is just full to the brim of steel books. It's um, yeah, it's a it's a really really bad obsession. It feels very good, but it's a it's a bad obsession. Yeah. To have. I, I got so one. Films. I got one for my birthday. I'm going to show you. Hang on. <gasps> oh, please do, please do. I got a new one for my birthday. It's a nice. Winter Soldier one. Oh. Is it the? Oh, it's the shield. How cool! Oh, beautiful! Is it the the hol- hololithic one? Where on? Yeah, the, it's got um... like a little. It's got a slip thing. It's from Zavi, I think. Oh um... yes, yes, sir. I, I know. Yep. Yep. Very nice. Oh, beautiful. Now, this is it was, the one where this was a. Go on. Is it? Cause it's a, is it the four K release? Yeah, yeah. I don't have a four K yeah, TV, and... but it becomes a four K and and normal. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, it's that's a beautiful one. Yes. Yeah, it was nice. Um, oh man, my uh, oh, my sister just... got me for my birthday because she's she's a huge Sebastian Stan fan for whatever yeah, reason nice. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I think it was a more present for her than for me. But anyway, she got me. Right. <laughs> I just have to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, um, so when we were nice chatting man. about getting this getting this going, it was like yeah. okay, let's pick a favorite film, and yeah. it's the hardest question, you know. Um, especially yeah. when there's so many that you like, and you gave me a list, totally. and like I was like, I'd love to do Lord of the Rings, but I've not watched them in so many years. Um, oh, okay. and, yeah, and and the, and doing three in the one would just be would be a bit of a task, yeah. I think. It is. Um, it's, so, it's a challenge, <laughs> you know. So may, maybe if we do it, we could even in the future, if I eventually rewatch mm. them, we could even do it one at, one at a time. Um, oh, with pleasure, yeah. But then I've been I've been dying to watch Cobra Kai because it's, it's on social media yes. all the time, and I was like, I really want yeah. to see it, you know. So, yeah. and then I'm this weird guy where I'm like, I don't want to watch a show until I've seen all the films again. So I'd only Absolutely. ever seen the first yeah. Karate Kid. I've not seen part one or part two or part three. Um, at all? So, at all ever. 
Uh, yeah, so I'm going to oh, go into that and then get into Cobra Kai. Nice. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> nice. um, but yeah, so you, we picked uh, Karate Kid. What are your memories of watching this absolute classic from 1984? Oh, I mean, this is, this is such an incredible film. Um, I, I, I saw it for the very, very first time when, oof, must have been 13 or 14, and I was on a camping trip, uh, trip with my folks, and we just sat down and watched it. And then ever since then, I think... I used to watch it probably like once a month. Um, wow. But it's um, probably, yeah, maybe about like once a month. And after that, I just, I, it then it then became a thing of maybe like once a year. And, uh, right. and then in recent years, I haven't, haven't been able to see, just because just of the amount of other stuff that we've had coming out. I haven't done my usual like yearly watching of it, but um, oh, it felt so good to sit down and see it again. But for me, it was it was especially at a time when I was in high school, you know, and we all go through that stage where we all get either picked on or teased or something. Right. So it was nice to see a film that was like so anti-bullying and it was like standing up against people that were just picking on you for no reason other than just trying to do the right thing. Um, and it was, but it was, it was done in the way in which it was, learning how to look after yourself through defense so instead of thinking right. i need to get strong to be able to go and beat these bullies up it's a way of how can i defend myself so that i know i'm going to be fine um and my dad and me and my mum all used to do taekwondo when i was younger as well so cool. it was it was it was great seeing like a martial arts movie but some going from the perspective of someone that didn't really know much about martial arts to then being somebody that can go and Oh, I don't want to give spoilers, but can go into a tournament and go against people that have been doing it for years and years and years and years. Yeah. I'd like to think people have hopefully seen it. <laughs> this is what I mean. <laughs> but, like, if people yeah. are watching this, surely they've seen the film. I, I always I always kind of yeah. base it with that. Like, I think I can spoil the film that we're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's all right. Then. Yeah. But like for him to go and eventually win this entire thing. <gasps> spoilers. Um, Whoa. To- <laughs> Whoa. That's it. That's it. Cancelled. <laughs> um, don't need to watch the um, other ones now. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but to, to go and win this tournament where he's had, what, two months of training um, to go against people that have been doing it for probably most of their lives, it was a great message of that you can accomplish anything when you've got the right mentors and you have the right mentality and you've got the strength in yeah. yourself to go and do it. Um, I love it. It's such a great film and it's filled with so many amazing messages um, and, and they're... they're attitudes that you can have throughout your entire life i mean i'd completely forgotten about a line that mr miyagi says where he's like when you are walking down a road if you walk on the left side you're safe if you walk on the right side you're safe but if you're in the middle you'll get squished just like a grape so he said apply that to anything in life have a vision either be yes or no but if you're "Mm, i'm not sure just like a grape um, yeah, I thought I was just, I was a wonderful metaphor. Um, but yeah, yeah loved absolutely. it. Um, this, this film, along with like things like, I don't know, like the Goonies and like yeah. Stand By Me and other like classic mm. that you, and Breakfast Club, Back to the Future, you look at them yes. as 80s films, right? And it's almost like yeah. 80s films, ha- it's like their own genre at this stage. And I always think like, totally. like even like ni- totally. 90s films are, are like that as well, actually. And even early 2000s, yeah. those like superhero films are kind of like yes, that as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like 80s films are so beloved and stuff and they have a certain style. I don't know if it's the way 
obviously it's the acting, but I don't know if it's the way the sound is recorded or it's the way it's written, mm. but they all have this very like charming kind of sense to them, right? Because it's like this beloved yeah. era. Yeah. Um, yeah. And watching this last night, I was genuinely thinking this might be like the most 80s oh, oh, totally. uh, vibe. You yeah. know, in terms yeah. of just like the obviously the clothes they wear, obviously, but just like the way that they have to move house and the kind of attitude towards school and going out on a date, going to the arcade, yes. all these yeah, things. Yeah, going to like, an arcade. Yeah. They, they represent like the eighties, right? Obviously, yeah. I, I, I'm yeah, just totally. past the eighties, but like, you know, it just it seems in my head that is the eighties vibe. You know, I don't know how you feel about that. To- oh, it, totally. Because like the, the fact that their date is going to an arcade and then they go into the photo booth. And right, that, you know, there's no cameras, there's no selfies. It's just yep. the only photos we're going to get together are if we pay money to go and sit in that photo <laughs> booth and have them done. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's, and the cars and just, yeah. And I thought it was really interesting as well, seeing that, that clear divide between the rich and the poor in America, because that was mm. certainly prevalent in, especially places in like California, where the, the rich people that are known as the hills will kind of like look at those that don't live in their area and be like, mm, oh, you're not going on a date with him, are you? Ooh. Right. And so one character even like describes um, Daniel as fungus. You know, I'm like, wow. come on. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, <laughs> um, I thought that that was a really interesting thing that I picked up on. And the music. Oh, literally, I was talking to Luce about this today because it was hearing Banana Rama's "Cruel Summer" come on, and I'm like, right. "This is it's that peak '80s sound where it's like <laughs> synth mixed with like um, like drums, and then you had the all the vocals that are like so well blended together." Yeah. Um, and, and I was I was walking around the flat, literally getting ready for this recording today, singing "Cruel Summer," and Luce's like. What are you singing? How do you not know this? So I asked the HomePod to play it, and and she was like, "I've never heard this in my life." I'm like, "Wow, what?" Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's um, but yeah, and all all the music that's used, and the fact that like we get more like rocky kind of sounds when when the when the guys are on their bikes, and um, it's just I think the music for me sells it as so eighties. Because it yeah. it's it's really it's it's the kind of music that just transports you back instantly. I was just going to say, what's the song that the you're the best around song, Joe? Oh, Espirito? oh, I'm not sure. I don't I'm know, but that, sure. that song when they when he's like going into the tournament and stuff like that. Oh just, yes, when I hear that, yes. I just immediately see this film. Obviously, you know, yeah, it's oh, just such yeah an in, instantly, song. instantly. It's like um because if you've not seen the second one, they use um oh. Uh, I think it's called Man of Honor or something like that. Um, uh, we'll live forever. No, oh, no. Um, uh, 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 Glory of Love. Sorry, not Man of Honor. Listen to me. There's a song called Glory of Love. I cannot, for the life of me, remember the artist. Yeah, this song plays at the end of um, the second Kratty Kid movie in the credits. Um, oh, by Peter Cetera. Peter Cetera, that's it. Um, I, honestly, that is, I think, one of those songs that I had on constant repeat growing up. Um, and although it's not in the first one, but I, I, whenever I hear the songs that I immediately transport me back to the movie, um, yeah. it's just great. And it's also hearing the... Whenever there's... Um, yeah. You see the beat shots and um, 
it then cuts to like Mr. Miyagi and he's out on the um the wooden pole and he's doing the crane technique. Um, it's just such a good film. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I literally, I'm just like, I just want to go see it again. I'm like, there's a lot I need to see, but I'm just like, ah, just I could watch it over and over and never, ever, ever get bored of this film. Never. Yeah, one, one of those films. So, and it's so funny how, you know, there's so many classics that you would just happily watch over and over again, but like, that's totally. why the watch list gets built up so much, you know? Yeah. It's like, I really yeah, exactly. want to watch these new films, but yeah. Jaws is on. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's, um, yeah. I like I, when, I like, there's maybe like a song that is from another thing that is like maybe mm. like an actual song song, like by an artist that someone yeah. have bought the rights to for, you know, for for the film. And it's funny how it just music works in all sorts of ways that way in film. Like, even when I was watching Spider Man No Way Home the other night when the credits roll, yeah. um, I think the, the song was like Three's a Crowd they play or something like that. Yes. Um, or th- Three's Company. Um, yeah. And I was like, they should have played Hero by Chad Kroger. Oh. Like, you know what I mean? It's a throwback. Yeah, That's the one yeah. that I associate with Spider-Man, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, oh, it's, it is. It is. It just shows when, when, you, when the right music is picked for, for the right moment, it, it, just, it just works so well. And it's, it's a really underappreciated job. Whoever it is that actually chooses... Right what songs not necessarily the soundtrack but if you choose a specific song to go into uh a, the the soundtrack of a movie it's such an underappreciated job um because it really really does help like build the world um yeah. so like one of my in fact my my favorite film is um is uh, Moulin Rouge and the fact that that nice. utilizes songs that we know and love already but turns them into something completely different um it's it's just such a powerful technique really 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 powerful um yeah, absolutely um you mentioned rocky a minute ago which is so funny because uh i was thinking that earlier on when he's doing the tournament and it's like this guy that's not had a lot of training yeah. or whatever yeah um i was kind of thinking that i kind of like the fact that he doesn't come in and just like wipe the floor with everybody you know we get his beat up you know yeah. much like rocky you know um yeah He's not, you know, this big polished boxer, but he's got the most heart, so he wins the fight, you know? So it's kind of the same that way. What did you think of the yeah. watching the, the tournament or the, the end fight this time around? Is it just as kind of fulfilling as watching it before? Oh, oh, totally. Totally is, yeah. Because yeah. it's, I mean, you know, if, if you've seen it once, you're waiting for the infamous lines of sweep the leg, or yeah. then you get the, you, you know, he, he goes into that crane technique and you're like, okay, this is it. This is the deciding point in that, and we even heard Mr. Miyagi earlier on say in the film that it's one of those uh, moves that if you can do it and you do it correctly, there's no defense against it. Um, and it's the fact that that's what Daniel chooses in that last moment. This is his final moment to prove that he can do it. He knows that if he gets this right, he'll never have an issue ever again. There's no way that they can fight back against this and that yeah. he'll have proven that he's better than them and he can... He doesn't need to be afraid of them anymore, and they've got no, the, you know, they they are not allowed to come at him ever again. Um, and I just loved it. I love every time that I do it, and when that kick lands and the music <laughs> swells, and you're like, yes, um, it's just great. Because I mean, we we all we all wish that we could, you know, turn around to our bullies of the past and just go, there you right. go. Um, but it's yeah, it was it was it's so satisfying when that happens yeah 
yeah. the character of Johnny is such a weird kind of looking villain, but like he's yeah, that kind of really kid, you know, yeah. that's like just yeah, exactly. and it's an eighties again, it's an eighties yeah. bully, yeah. but it works because it's just like you would you would want to punch him in the face, <laughs> you know? Totally. You totally would do. And he's um he's just uh, he, he's got the old infamous like ex boyfriend look. It's the kind right. of guy that like he would like look stereotypically like more attractive than you. You know, he's from a rich family and he's from the same mm-hmm. kind of area as as um, Ali that like Dan's fallen for. And so it's, uh, you know, and he's come from a really wealthy background and he looks good and he's fit and he's the leader of his like friend group. And he's also yeah. the top of his class in terms of with the Cobra Kai. And it's that kind of thing where it's like, it's that infamous meme and it's like you versus the guy she yeah, it tells you how, um, kind of thing. So it's, it's, yeah, I, I think he's, yeah, just looking at him here, he's a really like interesting looking villain, <laughs> really interesting. Yes. But I was about to say good hair, but it's not yeah, good at all, really. <laughs> probably at the time it was like, oh my god, Johnny, <laughs> but, but now it's a bit like, mate, the guy needs to get that either like swept to the side so he can see where he's punching, um, right? Yeah, but, um, yeah, I love it. It's it's just such a great film. But honestly, Matt, if you've not seen, I think the second one, I prefer it over the third. Um, okay. And I'd say for like, for, I, I saw the very first episode of Cobra Kai. And to be brutally honest, I don't think you need the third Karate Kid film, but certainly the first maybe like 10 minutes of Karate Kid 2. Oh, I'd say like <laughs> needed. I know, I know it sounds so daft, but it's because you no. see what happens straight after the tournament really and that um, okay yeah yeah that that's um but then but then as i've seen from a poster a character that was in the third karate kid film is now back in the show and and has really? quite an integral part so i think that i think they've made them all totally relevant okay okay um, cool it just depends um, if they bring hillary swank into the series now <laughs> um yeah that's true yeah. Um, I wrote down like sometimes I feel like this film just kind of ends, you know, like he wins the tournament and oh, that's it. Totally does. Yeah, yeah, it does. You know, yeah. but like I quite like that. You know, I quite like the fact that the, we don't need all this other stuff. Sometimes no, I feel like no, no, you no. know, films once they reach the climax, it kind of like goes to extra things. It just ends. Yeah, that's the end of the tournament. Yeah, just, you know, he's won. We're happy. He's won. Bang. You know? Done. We we see Mister Miyagi smile. Everyone comes on, cheers him. Done. That's it. Yeah. Over. Um, but the, I suppose then that's when that's when you get lo- lovely things that happen in the second film, which like okay. Yeah, looking forward to hearing what you reckon when you're seeing it because it's oh, it's so satisfying, like so okay, satisfying. Okay, so I'll definitely let you know. I mean, it's that it's yeah. that face of Mister Miyagi, you know, it's like that infamous oh, look. No. Where he's so proud, you know, so proud, and the little tear in his eye as well. Yeah, he's he's, he's going to be one of those single tear people. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah he's, um, would you would um, you make him Mister Miyagi? Just total legend. Oh, right? I love him. I absolutely love him. I think it's what I. I adore though is that we we see elements of his life, but it's not just kind of like so explicitly laid out. So Daniel picks up a medal and he just looks at it and goes, Fala. You know, there's no right. Mr. Miyagi turn around saying, I was awarded this medal or I did that and I did this. Um and it's the fact that he only reveals details about his past because he's so completely hammered. And he's about to fall asleep and he's like recreating a conversation he's had with a commanding officer. Um, it's just it's brilliant writing because he's such a mysterious character. Right. But you learn teeny tiny little bits about him as the film goes on. 
Um, yeah. That's the messages that he gives. And I think for me, I just love the fact when, like when Daniel says to him, he's like, you know, you're the best friend that I've ever had. And Mr. Hag just turns to him and goes, you're pretty okay too. I'm like, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> and he just walks out and, and he says, here's your second birthday present. Points to all the cars and just says, choose. Yeah. Oh. You want a friend like him, you know? Yeah, yeah basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the free um, cars. Um, but, um, <laughs> the free car, yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. the sense of community, though, you know, like they move to this new city and, you know, this could, you know, yeah. if this film was made now, right, we'll talk about the 2010 mm. one in a second, um, but yeah. if this film was made now and it was this exact same film shot by shot and it's mm. almost like that would be a kind of joke thing, right? How, you know, yeah. the young boy goes and speaks to this strange man, you know, in this yeah. new kind of run-down kind of area, I would be kind of... Yeah. Be, leaned into in a different way but again yeah. it maybe goes back to the kind of 80s style or maybe it's just because it's a more wholesome film but it's like mm. that friendship they have and that kinship that not only does daniel have with him but even daniel's mum you know yes. like she's like she, yeah it's like a nice wee kind of community of friends and people at the end of it it's rather ugly. than this kind of like strange thing that could have been built upon i really like that yeah. I, I like the relationship you know yes yeah beautiful sense yeah. of community because it's the fact like daniel chucks his bike into the skip and yeah. the next day he wakes up and it's been fixed and it's clean and it's right. been done for him. Didn't even have to say a word. And when it and when it came to um, when Daniel's mum comes to pick him up, she's like, "How how much do I owe you for it?" And he's like, "Oh no 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 no." Um, Absolutely. And that, it just oh, you don't get characters like that these days. <laughs> that just that's that, isn't it? it? Just, like it's the way it's written. Like it's a total wholesome mm. character. And and I feel like you do get that these days when it's like brought back. There's no originals like mm. characters like him that just stand the test of time. You know, I just think yeah. it's brilliant. Um, yeah. So you mentioned you've seen the first episode of Cobra Kai. Have you watched any more of it, or is it something you can? No, no, to? literally, literally just the first. I think, to be honest, I don't know if I actually finished the whole thing. It was one of those ones where you're eating dinner and you just put something right. on just to be like easy. Um, I think we saw like the first half of it and then just with everything else that came on, we just never got round to going back and finishing it. Um, but I think, I think given this latest rewatch, I think I'll be, I'll be starting it soon. I'm working my way through one yeah. show at the moment. So I think when that's done, I'll, uh, I'll get back to watching it. Okay, cool. What, what um, show is that? I think that's the plan. Uh, so <laughs> to kind of like chill and relax at night, I'm, I've been working through the big bang theory since February um yeah I'd, I'd, back when it I, I i watched it every single week when it was on me too but yeah. then but yeah yeah but then the last two seasons i didn't see so i'm i'm at the end of season 10 now and wow. i have no idea what's going to happen i still don't know how the show ends don't know what happens with any characters mate honestly i am exactly the same this is really exactly happening to me really every week i was watching it up until about season yeah. seven or something like that kind of yeah. fell off a little bit and then the start of a lockdown I said, it's yeah. all on Netflix. I'm going to go back and watch it. Um, so I watched the whole thing on Netflix yeah. during lockdown and didn't watch season 10. <laughs> so I have no idea how it ends. I don't <laughs> no. know. Nice. Yeah, we go. So, <laughs> so we're going to have to finish it together, man. This is what we're going to have yeah, to okay. do. <laughs> we're going to have to finish it. But yeah, like, I just, I don't know what happens. I'm like, does... Do, do Sheldon and Amy stay together? I'm like, what happens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe we should watch it uh, at the cinema, and we'll go and sit on the different seats, and we'll go, ha, ha. It's just, I, I love though when he finally settles down in that seat, and it's the, and the TX section. He goes, oh yeah, this is it. Yeah, hard work paying off. Yeah, exactly. What's your favorite episode? Favorite episode of Big Bang? Oh, um. 
I know it's hard, but I've got one in my head that like Oh my days. Um oh. I think anywhere they kind of like do any like costume related things. Um Yeah. Oh uh, see for me, it's I, I oh no, no, I tell you what, what on earth am I talking about? I know the episode. It's when they get the copy of the one ring. That's oh, it. Yeah. They're all, fight, they're all, fight, yeah, they're yeah. all fighting over who's gonna get the one ring. And I just I I've every time something really, really makes me laugh in the show, I film it on my phone. <laughs> and so I keep it as like a rewatch. And it's just when Sheldon has the ring and he's washing it under the tap. And he's like, My love, my precious. And he looks up at the mirror and he just sees himself as Gollum. And it's it's Sheldon's scream. Now, anyone that's a big bang theory fan, like Sheldon's scream is so high and so loud <laughs> that it is just unbelievably funny. <laughs> that's, a, that's a really good one. I always like that one because he has to go pee. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yes. he holding and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but my yeah. favourite one is uh, the card tournament against Will Wheaton. You know? <sighs> yeah, he's like, he's like bunny. now fetch me Will Wheaton. Um, <laughs> that was that was my favourite <laughs> yes. one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That was so Yeah, good. he's like, well, I call my meme on Nanny. And she's be, going to be glad to know that I did it with you. And, it, oh, and he plays that card. He's like, Weedon! <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good. That's probably my favourite one. Or, or, or the one where they, they flash back to when uh, Leonard and Sheldon first start living together. Oh, um, no, and they show you how the lift is broken. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, no. Do you reckon? Oh. See, I know if if anybody if if you listen to this and you've already finished Big Bang Theory, but I'm like, I wonder if the lift is going to get fixed by oh, the end of the show. I wonder if moment, right? I wonder if the lift will actually get fixed. Ah, oh, I, I really hope it does. I would love it if, say, like, oh, imagine if that's how the show ends. They all like get into the lift and it goes down. And, oh, okay. We'll well, maybe it see. breaks we'll again whilst they're in the lift. Twist. Yeah. <laughs> exactly that's it this is how show they all die or yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. a dream it was all a dream <laughs> oh that's what it's going to be isn't it it's going to all a dream um, oh no yeah. just quickly uh, I mentioned yeah, the, yeah. the new Karate Kid film that they did in 2010 yes. with Jaden Smith and Jackie Chan Jackie uh, Chan yeah did you, did you get to see it at all what, what did you think I I remember sitting down and watching it but I couldn't tell you a single thing that happens yeah. That's um, and that's, it's probably terrible, t- terrible to say, but I can't. I think I think there was like a recreation of the the infamous Mister Miyagi fight where he's taking on all of the um the Cobra Kai lads. Right. I think there was a scene like that where it's like in the middle of the street. But I'm being brutally honest. I don't remember anything about it. Yeah. I think I watched. I it remember when it came really liking out. it. You know, really? I remember really liking it, and I remember thinking it was yeah. like you know. I thought that was what the Karate Kid was, and then as I got older, I was like, "Oh, there's yeah. like so the, these classic films, or whatever." Um, I'm a yeah. huge Jackie Chan fan. I do love him. Um, nice. Recently read his book, you know, um, and I think Jaden Smith does a really good job. But this is when like Jaden was like mm. positioned as he's going to be the next, you know, huge star. Yeah. You know, because yeah. um, he's so young, and he just had a song with like Justin Bieber at the time, and that's like in yeah. the credits and stuff. So it's like a huge thing. Yeah. I guess that's why yeah. he was casting it. Um, but it's 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 really good. And there's a scene where Jackie Chan gets really emotional when he's sitting at his car. And it like breaks down into tears, and it's one of the first times I was like, Jackie Chan like can really do these emotional scenes. You always have in your head Jackie Chan is like this incredible yeah. martial artist and stuff, but um, yeah. So I, I mean, I would maybe give it a rewatch, but obviously yeah, it's probably not okay. going to hold up, you know, towards the eighties films. But I, I did, I did enjoy it at the time. I remember. Um, yeah. 
just uh, closing up here, what about yeah, this is this is the good bit podcast, of course. We okay, always talk yeah, about best bits yeah. in films. Tell yeah. me what you think the best bit of the Karate Kid is. Ooh, um other th- other than like the final, final like five minutes, the other than yeah. the, the big fight against Johnny, I think it has to be the the whole Halloween segment. So from going yeah. from like pouring water on Johnny in the bathroom to then to then it's the chase and then the fight that like starts it all where you know it's uh, you know they're, they're all beating up daniel and then you just see mr miyagi climb over that fence and jump down yeah. and then just take on them all it's probably yeah probably the mr miyagi fight i think it's the 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 pinnacle of that movie yeah, what about you that's great uh, I like I like just his training, like when he's like even when he's when Mr. Miyagi's like absolutely hammered, as you say, and he's like sleeping it, he still yeah. goes out the next morning and he's still doing it. That kind of like redemption where he's really fighting for it, you know? Yeah. Um yeah. and all the, the techniques, you know, whether it's wax on, wax off or, or up oh, and down with the paint yes. and stuff, they kinda yeah. seem like, you know, like acting warm ups at this point, do you know what yeah. I mean? Because we're always yeah. like trying to warm it. I always watch that thinking, what's he doing? You know, what, what is that yeah. actually gonna do it? But then you see it in yeah. the in the fight. And I love the fact that he's using some of them in the fight, you know, like totally. it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. It's um it's it's just a brilliant film. It it's a reason why it's a classic. Uh, yeah. It, yeah, it's just it's just absolutely amazing. But yeah, totally. that's, that's I'll, um, I'll cast, watch cast my vote. I'll watch the second one, right? And then I'll I'll definitely oh, man, I'll, yeah. I'll message you and I'll, oh, I'll see if you want to jump back yes. on and we'll do the second one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's um oh it's a cracking film. It's um it's so yeah. so different. But um, oh, it's it's great. It's really really good. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, where can the people contact you? Where, where are you on online social media? Oh, stuff so like social media. My username is that happy chap. That's uh, that's that's where anybody can find me, and it is across the board. So that is Instagram, nice. Twitter, and TikTok. It's all one thing. If anybody wants to see any of like the impression videos that Lucy and I do, these quick fire ones that we mentioned. It's Lucy underscore and underscore Greg. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You'll never guess who runs that account. <laughs> yeah. um, so, but, um, I think yeah. it's Lucy and Greg. You know, I think yeah, that's... I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, that's how you can find me. So, yeah, my username across the board is that happy chap. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for your time and thank you for the impressions. Such a, such a delight speaking to you. Oh, thank uh, you, man. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, maybe when I get to Karate Kid 2, we can do a sequel here on the podcast. That sounds like a plan to me. Let's do it. Yes. Cheers, everybody. Thanks yeah. for listening and for watching. Take care of yourselves, and we'll catch you all down the road. Yeah.